the Business Savvy Singer. Hey there, and welcome to the Business Savvy Singer podcast. I'm Dr. Greta Pope, and I'm so glad that you're here. This podcast is dedicated to vocalists and to those who love them. We interview singers who are working professionally to get a glimpse into their lives and celebrate their personal journey to success. Join us weekly to learn how to move your career forward. Get tips and recommendations to help you realize the career of your dream. You're listening to the Business Savvy Singer Podcast, brought to you by the privatemusicstudio.net, providing online education to build sustainable careers in music, Eternal Wolf Music, producing audio for every need, Ed Wimp, your attorney at law, Sound Mind Studios, recording noteworthy history, Open Mind Records, where creativity runs free. Cultural arts everywhere, positively impacting the world through creativity. And Greta Pope Entertainment, for the finest in entertainment. Many thanks to the Michigan Gateway Community Foundation for their generous grant to support the Cultural Arts Everywhere Southwest Michigan programming. Hey there, and welcome to the fourth season of the Business Savvy Singer podcast. We're so glad that you're here. This season of the podcast features interviews with professional singers of all genres and backgrounds, in addition to featuring experts who provide ancillary services to singers. Join us each week for great information to move your career forward. We have listeners in more than 35 countries. We are partnering with the National Association of Teachers of Singing on their NatsCast network. And we are having a lot of fun educating, entertaining, and encouraging singers everywhere. What an honor to be able to chat with singers and with those who provide services and support to singers. We thank you, our listeners, for your loyalty, your questions, suggestions, and comments. It's been a pleasure getting to know so many of you over the years. Please continue to keep in touch with us. We love hearing from you. Here's to season number four. Today, we're going to talk about the many health benefits of singing. People love to sing. Whether or not they can carry a tune, people seem to understand that there's something positive, something healthy, and something very special in the act of raising their voices in song. In fact, there's solid scientific evidence to prove that singing is, in fact, good for your body and your mind. Today, we're going to take a closer look at how singing can benefit your physical, emotional, and mental health, and how to use singing as a form of therapy. Decades of research has shown that singing individually and in groups 
is good for you on many levels. Here, according to science, are 10 key benefits of raising your voice in song. Singing relieves stress. Singing appears to be a stress reliever. A 2017 study measured the amount of cortisol, the stress hormone, in a participant's saliva before and after they sing. Researchers in that study found that the amount of cortisol was lower after singing, an indication that people felt more relaxed after they'd belted out a tune. They also found that singing reduces stress levels, whether, whether the participants were singing in a group or by themselves. General signs and symptoms of too much cortisol include weight gain, mostly around the midsection and upper back, weight gain and rounding of the face, acne, thinning skin, easy bruising, flushed face, slowed healing, muscle weakness, severe fatigue, irritability, difficulty concentrating, high blood pressure, and headache. Now, those are things that we all want to avoid, and they are general signs and symptoms of too much cortisol. So you want your cortisol at a low level, and singing, from what studies have revealed, is helpful in that way. Number two, singing stimulates the immune response. There is some evidence that singing may boost your immune system and help you to fight off illnesses. A 2004 study compared the effects of singing with the effects of simply listening to music. In two separate sessions, research subjects either sang or listened to music. Those who sang showed higher levels of immunoglobulin A. That's a tough one. That is an antibody that your body secretes to help you fend off infections. Listening to music without singing along reduced stress hormones, but it did not stimulate the body's immune system quite like actually singing did. As we all know, stress damages our immune system. Your immune system is ready for anything you can throw at it, but it can only handle so much. Stress has a significant effect on your immune system. During stress, a series of events release cortisol, adrenaline, and other stress hormones from the adrenal gland. Together, they help your body cope with stress. Normally, cortisol is helpful because it decreases the inflammation in the body that results from the immune responses caused by stress. But if a person is chronically stressed, stress hormones can affect the way the body functions over time. This increases your risk of health problems, including anxiety, depression, digestive issues, heart disease, sleep disorders, weight gain, problems with memory and concentration. It's important to find healthy ways to deal with your stress. This will decrease your risk of long-term stress and its related health problems. Some good ways to reduce stress, and a lot of these we're all familiar with, are meditation, 
yoga, acupuncture, talk therapy, art therapy, exercise, eating healthfully, and singing. Number three, singing increases your pain threshold. When you sing in a group, whether it's a large choir or smaller group, the act of collective singing causes your body to release endorphins. And that's like the feel-good hormone. This hormone can help promote positive feelings and even change your perception of pain. A 2012 study found that singing, drumming, and dancing in a group triggers the release of hormones that raise, raise your pain tolerance in ways that just listening to music doesn't. Researchers note that the feelings of social connection, rather than the music itself, seems to be behind the boost in pain tolerance. So singing gives you an opportunity to be socially connected, and as a result, pain tolerance can be decreased, or tolerance can be increased, and pain, the feel of pain can be decreased. Number four, singing may improve snoring. Yes, snoring. Regular singing may change the way you breathe, even when you're not singing. Researchers in a 2008 study interviewed the spouses of choir members, along with the spouses of people who don't sing. The researchers found that significantly fewer choir members snored. This led them to recommend regular singing as a potential treatment for snoring. Studies have also shown that people who play wind instruments snore less than the general population. These findings have prompted some experts to suggest that singing and playing wind instruments might be helpful for people with obstructive sleep apnea, or OSA. Number five, singing improves lung function. Because singing involves deep breathing and the controlled use of muscles in the respiratory system, it may be beneficial for certain lung and breathing conditions. Studies have shown that the breathing techniques used with singing may offer benefits for people with the following conditions. Chronic obstructive pulmonary disorder, or COPD. Asthma cystic fibrosis, cancer, multiple sclerosis, and possibly quadriplegia. While singing doesn't cure or treat any of these conditions, you may benefit from gaining strength in your respiratory muscles. And this is strength that singing promotes. Singing also increases the amount of oxygen in your blood, in addition to the pulmonary benefits, singers also experience improved mood and a greater sense of social connection. Benefit number six. Singing develops a sense of belonging and connection. Whether you sing together with others or not, you are likely to feel the same kind of camaraderie and bonding that players on sports teams experience. So 
singing with other people is a wonderful thing. Singing by yourself is a wonderful thing. Singing in general is a wonderful thing. In a 2014 study involving 11,258 school children, researchers found that children in a singing and musical engagement program developed a strong sense of community and social inclusion. In a 2016 study involving 375 adult participants, researchers found that people who sang together in a group reported a higher sense of well-being and meaningful connection. One of the neurochemicals released when people feel bonded together is oxytocin, also known as the love hormone. Spontaneous, improvised singing causes your body to release this feel-good hormone, which may help give you a heightened sense of connectedness and inclusion. Benefit number seven. Singing enhances memory in people with dementia. People with Alzheimer's disease and other types of dementia experience a gradual loss of memory. Studies have shown that people with these conditions were able to recall song lyrics more easily than other words. Now, I will tell you a story. I had an experience. I was singing at a facility, and there was a man sitting in the front row, and he did not really know what was going on. His caregivers had brought him there, sat him there so that he could enjoy the music. And as I sang and sang some old songs, memories began coming back to him. There was a very gradual light in his eyes. And I went up and held his hand as I sang one of the songs and he squeezed my hand. He was remembering something, something from his past life, maybe something with a loved one. He was remembering something. And I got a call uh, a week or so later from his family indicating that he had kind of perked up and that, you know, there was someone there now where they had felt that he was just totally out of touch before. So I don't know how long it lasted that he was perked up, but at least for that time he was. So I know this to be true. People are happy to be able to remember something and they can remember lyrics, perhaps just memories of where they might've been or what they might've been doing as they were hearing this song, or maybe a loved one that has passed on, or something like that. I mean, it's music is so powerful, and singing is particularly powerful. The singers found that they remembered more than just the lyrics. For some, singing familiar songs suddenly brought back life memories that they had forgotten. Researchers found that singing songs learned at a younger age caused a spontaneous return of autobiographical details for many people. So this is a very powerful, very powerful thing. The eighth benefit of singing. Singing helps with grief. Singing in a group doesn't just help you with physical pain. 
It may also help with the emotional pain you feel after you've lost someone you love. In a 2019 study conducted among people dealing with grief, researchers found that for those who sang in a choir, depression symptoms didn't get worse over time and their sense of well-being remained stable. In fact, the choir singers felt a gradual improvement in their self-esteem during and after the 12-week study. Those in, control, in the control group who didn't participate in the singing intervention, they did not report this benefit. Researchers concluded that group singing may be a good option for people who need additional support during a time of grief. The ninth benefit of singing. Singing improves mental health and mood. A 2018 study done in the United Kingdom evaluated 20 people in a singing program known as the Sing Your Heart Out Project. The participants included people with mental health conditions as well as the general public. Researchers found that the participants reported improvements in their mental health, mood, sense of well-being, and feeling of belonging as a result of these singing workshops. The combination of singing with an inclusive social aspect was regarded as essential in affecting recovery. The lack of pressure to discuss their condition and the absence of explicit therapy was also mentioned by most participants as an important part and a welcome element in why organized individual and group singing worked for them. The combination of singing and social engagement produced an ongoing feeling of belonging and well-being. Attendance provided them with structure, support, and contact that improved functioning and mood. Singing offers a low-commitment, low-cost tool for mental health recovery within the community. And number 10, Singing helps improve speaking abilities. Decades ago, scientists began researching the effects of singing among people who have a hard time with speech due to neurological conditions. To date, researchers have found that singing improves the speaking ability for people with autism, Parkinson's disease, aphasia following a stroke, and stuttering. Singing stimulates multiple areas of the brain at the same time. This may enable people with an impairment in one part of the brain to communicate using other areas of their brain. Singing can also prolong the sounds in each word, which make it easier to pronounce them. Singing also makes it easier to incorporate hand tapping a method that can help people maintain speaking rhythms that are otherwise challenging. So I hope that these tips have helped you today. You know, it's, it's such an important thing to recognize that singing can really benefit you in so 
many ways. And if you're singing solo or you want to have lessons and you want to, you know, develop a, a, your own show or however you want to use singing, that's all well and good. But for people who don't want to do all of that, just singing, join your church choir, join your community choir, just sing. Whether you feel that you're singing great or not, it doesn't matter. Just the act of singing is such a benefit to us all. The Business Savvy Singer podcast is brought to you by the privatemusicstudio.net, providing online education to build sustainable careers in music, Eternal Wolf Music, producing audio for every need, Ed Wimp, your attorney at law, Soundmind Studios, recording noteworthy history, Open Mind Records, where creativity runs free. Cultural Arts Everywhere, positively impacting the world through the arts. And Greta Pope Entertainment, for the finest in entertainment. The Business Savvy Singer Podcast is brought to you by the privatemusicstudio.net, Eternal Wolf Music, and Greta Pope Entertainment. Let us know if you know of a singer who is having great success in the music business. We'd love to share their story and their journey on this podcast. Send your emails to info at gretapope.com. We've had a great time with you today. See you next time on the Business Savvy Singer Podcast. The Business Savvy Singer.